Uh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Yeah, I do. Man, God is good. Hey, uh, today I just want to get right to it because this has really been uh, pressing me. Uh, I woke up and this was on my mind and I wanted to share it with you because I know this for a fact. See, I've, I've lived this for a fact. Uh, and, you know, uh, the majority of things I talk about in the morning uh, before we get started with the regular show is something that I've experienced. I, I can only tell you what I know. And so I've really, really understood why God has uh, had my life go the way that it's gone. Uh, because if I didn't have all these tests in my life, I didn't have all these tests that I passed, all these tests that I failed, if I didn't have all of those, the good and the bad, what could I share with you in the morning? What could I tell you about hanging? What could I tell you about failing and then winning? What could I tell you about hanging in there when all hope was gone? How, how could I share that with you unless I've had those moments myself? I don't care what happens to you. I don't care what you're going through. Don't you dare, dare give up. Under no circumstances. Don't you dare, dare ever give up. It is the biggest trick that the enemy has is making us think we ain't going to make it. To uh Water down 
the illusion that there's a possibility that you might still have a chance to get over. The biggest trick he uses is when you make a mistake and you fall, he gets you to start to thinking it's final, that there is no resurrection, there is no redemption, there is no recovery. He just makes you think it's final. He is the master deceiver. Don't you dare, dare ever give up. I don't care what besets you, befalls you, trips you up, what circumstantial situations may arise. Don't you dare, dare ever give up. Because listen to me, these are tests that you are going through. And these tests, whether you pass the test or it appears that you failed the test, the test accomplishes the mission if you're smart about it. If you pass the test, let's say you're going through a situation and you get over and it goes the way you want it to do, then what you've learned is if you hang in there, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, okay? Mission accomplished. If you fail the test and it doesn't go the way you want it and it goes the opposite and it turns out into a negative result, and the response you were looking for is a no. That's not final. That doesn't mean it's over. That doesn't mean it's time to turn back. It simply means that now you have learned a valuable experience. You have learned a valuable lesson. You now know what not to do. You are now, because you know what not to do, another step closer to getting it right. Listen to me. It has to happen this way. You have to have the rain in your life to get the flowers in your life. You got to have the darkness in your life to appreciate the sunshine in your life. You got to have woes and worries to appreciate the joys. It is merely a test. So when you get through failing and you get through stumbling and you get through messing it up, all that's getting you one step closer to getting it right. Oh, my relationship ended. I'll never be able to find another person like that. Not only will you not be able, well, not only will you be able to find a person like that, you can find a person that far better than that. If you don't give up, but see, sometimes you got to go through the bad ones to get to the good ones. Don't you dare, dare ever give up. I don't care what happens to you. If you lose a loved one and Lord knows I've lost some people I've loved dearly with every inch in me. I've lost my mother, my father, my brother, and my best friend. I don't know. I know people who have lost their children. Goodness, man. I can't even imagine that. But they kept on going. What you giving up for? Oh, I got you missing. And I got you grieving. But I got news for you. Don't you let the devil make you think it's over for you because somebody else ain't still here. It was their time. Now, I'm not trying to lessen the blow for you, but I'm trying to get you up on your feet. 
so you can stop all this old woe is me because the things that's happening to you, you're not the first person it's happened to. Come on now, let's get a grip. Let's wrap your mind around this thing. You have got to move forward if it's just in memory of those people. I was on one of the commercial breaks on Family Feud the other day and somebody asked me uh, something and I forgot the question, but my answer was, I've always wanted my mother and father to be proud of me. And in their absence and their demise, I'm hoping just somehow, man, that they watching me, that they see their boy, that I'm down here, that I'm doing better, that I'm making something about myself, that I'm loving my wife, that I'm taking care of my kids. I just want my old man to see that about me. You know, I want my mother to see that I'm trying to get my life together over here. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be a better person. My mama was a Sunday school teacher for 40 years. She'd been praying for me for a long time. I just hope, man, and that's all I'm doing, is just hoping that they see me so they can be proud of me. See, you, 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 you got to understand that when you make these mistakes, that when you fall and stumble and you get it all so wrong, it ain't over for you. Don't you dare, dare, dare ever give up. Don't stop thinking, man, because it ain't happening just the way you want it to, that it ain't meant to be. Devil, he got so many tricks to deceive you. You know why you're being tested right now? Because there is no testimony without the test. You got to go through something. It's all good, man. I'm telling you. Just wanted to share that with you. Don't you give up out there. I don't care what's happening. Don't, 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 don't get deceived. The victory's coming. But you ain't going to get it if you quit. Hang on, y'all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies, gentlemen, let me have your attention, please. Steve Harvey Morning Show is up and rolling. It's fried to y'all. Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. Happy Friday. Call it for real. Happy Friday is right, Shirley. What's up, crew? Ladies and gentlemen. That damn J. Anthony Brown. <laughs> Watch out there now, Steve Harvey, free from chemo, baby. What? Boy, you better what? do it. <laughs> <laughs> Won't he do it? Months. Won't he do it? Hey! Hey, hey! <laughs> Nephew Tommy. Yay, yay! I'm in that Shy Town, Uncle Steve. That's where I am. I'm in the Shy, the city of Shy Town. Well, nice the gang's tomorrow. all here. Junior's uh, going to homecoming because it's at Prairie View, so he caught uh, three airplanes and a bus. <laughs> <laughs> so he had to leave yesterday. And an Uber. And an Uber. <laughs> and an Uber. They don't have Uber yet. They don't have Uber yet. No, yet. from here to the airport, and then when he get there, he got to, you know. <laughs> no, they don't have Uber at Prairie View. <laughs> no, not But that's Carla's alma mater. Carla, why you ain't there? Yeah. I'll be there tomorrow. She been banned. Uh, she Carl ain't been banned. banned. <laughs> she been banned from prior relationships at colleges. <laughs> One of the dudes she dated is a dean down there nah. and hit banned Carla nah. from the school. Mm. None of the dudes from school meant mm-mm. Nah. You be there this week? <laughs> oh, that was later, allegedly. <laughs> All good, though. Yes, I'll be there tomorrow celebrating. All right. Well, how you feel Steve, like on this Friday? Nothing like it. Nothing like no, it. See all the M models in their little tight, 
college jackets that don't fit, but they wear them any damn way. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Once Ain't been again. able to zip that up since, what, 20 years ago, you <laughs> Right, 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 right. Once again, if you are at a class reunion uh-huh. <laughs> and you're sitting there and you're not shocked, uh-huh. it's because your ass is doing the shocking. <laughs> That's her? That's him? Mm-hmm. If you sitting there going speaking to everybody and ain't throwed off at all, it's because you doing the throw it off. That's right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Gary Purvis. God, <laughs> dog. <laughs> Woo! You will hear a lot of it. You don't remember me? <laughs> no, I don't remember. Okay, okay, no, look at this side. Look at this side right here. Look at this side. Look at this scar. Remember this here? I still huh? don't remember you. I Look at my chin. Look at my chin. How about if I take Which my one? glasses off? <laughs> nope, I still don't remember you. No. Especially in Look college. at my you chin. Which one? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> at, what, at which one? Which reunion should you stop going? Really? No, you honestly. should always Ten. go. It's a lot of fun. I think you should Ten? Yeah. Ten. Kill it. I'm telling y'all. After 10. <laughs> break it off. After 10, it gets shocking. All right, look, uh, (laughs) coming up at 32 after the hour, we are celebrating this morning. We're celebrating our very own J. Anthony Brown. J. Anthony Brown is our hero. He is done with chemo. We're going to talk about it right after this. Get it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, today, as we mentioned earlier, we're celebrating J. Anthony Brown. J., we're so proud of you. Back You've completed, chemo. you know, your rounds yeah. of chemo, right? Six, six to seven months of chemo. Uh, oh, solid week each week, three weeks off, and then back on chemo. It oh, is. Wow. I would not wish this on nobody. It is. Mm-hmm. It is unbelievable, man. I've never been that sick in my life, but uh, I kept coming to work. Yes, you did. Faith, you did. Kept yeah, praying. Did, kept writing. Mm-hmm. Kept doing what I had to do. There was some low days. Don't get me wrong. There was some very, yeah. there was some very low. I days. I didn't see him. Your spirit was <laughs> up every time I saw you, partner. <laughs> yeah, but he he would tell you I, today was not a good day. He would today say was that. Not a good day. Yeah. yeah. Today was not a good day. But wow. I'm done. I, you but you know what? Let me tell you this. Leukemia. Let me tell you this. If you what? get any mm. kind of ailment, any kind of sickness. What? Do I'm not, and I repeat this, do not speak to Shirley Strawberry, okay? Well, I, I, I Jay. Wow. <laughs> no, you should have asked anybody on the show. No, no, no hold I didn't it, Jay. Know. Jay, just, tell everybody what Shirley did. Okay, no so I, she oh, called gosh. me, congratulations, you don't have to go to chemo anymore. I said, yeah, that's good. She said, you're free from cancer, right, unless it come back. Oh, my like, God. Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty I much mean it. Like Be right there. But that was my sure. second wow. one. Steve, the first one she told oh. me was, you have the same type of cancer my uncle has. My grandfather. I'm like, oh, my grandfather. My grandfather. Yeah. I said, oh, how did he do? He died. I'm like, oh, okay, God. that's not I need to die. <laughs> wow. Damn, sure. But, but Jay, know, was I, I not know. praying for you all the time? Yeah, Did you I was. You were praying for me. Check up on you all the time. But tell you I love you. Tell Shirley you my hero. You're my, you're my hero. Just so don't sorry. Talk. Damn, sure. And as soon as it comes out, I'm like, oh, I didn't mean it like that. Oh, so no. you're, you're healing until it comes back, right? No, oh, yeah, God. pretty much, yeah. Until it comes back. Oh, my God. 
Oh God, forgive me, please. <laughs> I really did mean it like that. I know. She I, means well. She means When it comes to this stuff, I'm just not good. Yeah, I, no, I, no, I'm, no. I'm gonna stop talking. Like yeah. Steve has no bedside manner, so he ain't gonna call you. You gotta worry right, about no. him. No, uh-huh. no, 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 no. Uh-huh. I ain't got but no. But I, res- I respect now, he that. He got though, nothing he... for you. Nothing. But no. Jay, at least he know he don't know what to say. So he just. Well, he know. <laughs> yeah, he will. Surely call he, and just say the wrong damn thing. <laughs> so wrong. Oh my God. So, wrong. Oh, so Jay, can I ask you a question? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. How did you make it through the tough days? Um, comedy. I really surround. Mm-hmm. I, I really started listening to. I listened to a lot of comedy channels. You wow. know, writing for the show, doing the show, a lot of comedy. I tried to like, you know, I was watching. I was a CNN and watching the news guy twenty four seven, and so right. I said, yeah. well, I'm just gonna listen to the news maybe an hour, two hours, and cut mm-hmm. a lot of negative uh-huh. stuff out. Just cut it out. Yeah, as much as I possibly could. But like I said, the days that I was down, you know, you couldn't. I wasn't a nice guy. I didn't want to be bothered, you know. But that that's pretty much that's anybody that goes. Yeah. But, yeah. Jay, let me ask but you Jay, this, but Jay, I'm gonna tell you something though, man. I gotta pay mm-hmm. you a compliment. Mm-hmm. When you having bad days and you sick, you seeing in some good ass jokes, man. <laughs> man, your jokes be good when you sick, man. You it, man. That's the second man. thing Steve said. Steve said when he saw me because I had lost a lot of weight, uh-huh. he said, "Damn." He said, "Damn, chemo look good on you, man." I'm like, okay. oh, gosh. oh my god! Him and don't need to be no, talking. For real, no, for no. But see, I say mine on purpose. I know what I'm saying. I'm, but the chemo, he lost. He, Jay lost a lot of unnecessary weight. Yeah, I was oh, yeah. Like one yeah. You know. I was looking like Gandhi. I really was. I was Jay, like, oh, Jay, you look like you did when I first met you. <laughs> What? Yeah. Well, that's back when he was making clothes. <laughs> now, seriously, man, that's <laughs> why I, I, I felt good about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But, Jay, you're, you're, ama- you're an amazing testament. Yeah. Well, it's anybody who's going through this, and, and, and not, only, not uh-huh. only the person who's dealing with chemo or dealing mm-hmm. with cancer, it's family uh-huh. members and people who are surrounding them for the support yeah. that they get. Mm-hmm. That, those are some yeah. of the main people, too, that help you out and help you get through things. Because if you're going through chemo and you're dealing with cancer or whatever, your family um, deals with it, too. Uh-huh. It affects them. It's, it's an emotional just disease. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, You, you just now, don't go through this yeah. by yourself. You know? Now, what do you do now? You say what? you watch a lot of news. I, at just first, I was watching a lot of news. I cut, a, I cut of it, I cut a lot of it out, and just uh, like I listen. I was wondering if, if 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 Trump upset your counsel. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> he, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good now. But, but, now but just, so, what's the ahead. part of the journey now, Jay? I mean, what do you do now? I think now it's just to eat right and, and you mm-hmm. know and 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 uh, you know maintain. You got to constantly get checked out for it. And I've changed the way I eat. I've changed the way I look at things and just, mm-hmm. just change your life. Chemo, if you go through cancer and it doesn't affect your life and it doesn't change it, there's really something wrong with you. Because mm. like you, like Shirley said, you good till it come back, right? <laughs> but you're so, so embarrassed. <laughs> but can I just say this to you, Jay? I know, uh, you, you let everybody be ourselves who we are and how we talk yeah. to you and how we yes. you know deal with you we didn't yeah. change and and no. you just well, was that was a that was a, a good that mood. was a definitely a decision that I made that I said well do I tell my workers about it 
and you would have to know something wrong with me if I started losing all this weight around here. So, so I, yeah. I told everybody, and you guys, and you told us individually, us too. individually. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I respected yeah. that. You know, but my and kids, we, when I told them, they said we thought you were saying you were going to get married again. I said no, <laughs> marriage is worse than cancer. Not a kid, you all right, Jay, well, we're so happy you're on the mend, and uh, we love you so much. Love you are our too. hero. So strong, baby. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Coming up next, it is the nephew with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Gabrielle Union takes down a social media troll. But right now, uh, it's time for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got, Neff? My daddy boat. <laughs> My daddy boat. Let's go, cat dog. My daddy boat. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a Mr. Wilson, please. This is he. Mr. Wilson, how are you today? I'm doing fine. Who's this? My name is Williams. Oh, how may I help you? Well, listen, we've uh, been getting a few complaints, sir, about some things uh, on your property okay. there. All right, well, who are you with? Uh, actually, I'm with the Homeowners Association. Wanted to reach out and give you a call today. Oh, well, how you doing? Pretty good. Listen, um, got a few things I kind of want to discuss with you here that seem to be uh, a problem that's taking place in the neighborhood there. Um, it's been brought to our attention down here at headquarters that you have um, a few things on your property that are, are not functioning that really shouldn't be on the property. Uh, you have two cars, supposedly, in your driveway that, that are not being used, been sitting there for quite some time? Yeah, one, well, one of them I'm currently working on. I'm almost, I should have it repaired. I'm just waiting on get, wait, waiting to get a little extra money to get it taken care of. But the other car is just functioning. I just don't drive it. I have more than one car. Okay. Now you you also have a a a camper that seems to be uh, has been there for at least eight months now. That's that's sitting there. Is that correct as well? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm working on um, getting some storage for that, but it ain't really been there eight months. Just maybe around about six, seven. You're not eight months. Not eight months. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking at our past records and and stuff. It seems like there was a, a complaint before about the you know keeping the yard. Uh, pretty cut and all of that kind of stuff. And I'm just looking at past complaints that I have here. Now, the biggest one that I have that that's concerning your property, sir, is uh, mm-hmm. supposedly in your backyard. Now, uh, there's a, you, you have an old boat that's in your backyard. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I don't see that boat bothering nobody. Well, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of a sore eye for the people. I, I think, I think you guys backyards actually, bump up against each other and you guys have a, a chain link fence between the two of you all and uh, i think the boat is must be just a sore eye for the family that's behind you all well you know um i don't see myself getting rid of that boat so i i i, I got a cover on it everybody else got a boat i don't see what the problem is well okay here's here's what's actually happening mr wilson what's going to take place is this now we're, we're going to give you a 14 day uh extension 14 days. Uh, 14 days actually to to move the car that is not functioning, the camper as well, and definitely the boat. We need we're going to need those three items. Look here, sir, sir, sir. I, I ain't got nowhere to move the boat. I just told you I was working on so well for storage. Do you know how much storage cost? Now the boat, now the camper, I I I get that taken care of. But the boat, the boat, the boat, my daddy gave me, and my daddy gave me that. that that's the only thing my daddy. 
gave me before he died. Now, now I'm not moving that boat nowhere. The boat works just fine. If I take it down there to the water, it'll work. Sir, and I, I understand it wholeheartedly. You know, I'm basically I'm, I'm just a messenger. I have I'm gonna have to get the non-functioning car that's not working properly. I'm gonna have to get that out within the two-week notice, as well as the camper oh, oh, and definitely the boat. Now I got to well, get that you, out. It's got to be gone. I'll tell you what, I ain't moving. Thing, I tell you then now, now, now what you gonna do, what sir? You gonna do you're gonna either move the boat, or I'm gonna have somebody come over and haul all of these things away. Well, I tell you what, I got thirteen reasons why you won't come over and touch that boat, and I got two more. What two times? Two times thirteen, twenty-six. I got thirteen, and then I got another twenty-six added on to that. Why you won't bring them over here to touch my daddy's boat? Cause my daddy gave me that boat. I'll be damned if any of you. You know I'm tired of you with me. It's that. Sir, I'm not at liberty to give you the uh, the well, name you who's reporting. Call my phone, so you're at liberty to give me something, because I know that down the street had this boat in your eight months, and ain't nobody said a thing to him. So why the hell y'all me about having a boat in the backyard that my daddy gave me? Sir, the language is not necessary. Sir, the bottom line is, I want the camper out. I want the boat out, and I want the car that's not functioning moved within two what, weeks, or I'm towing it out. I tell you what, I give you a personal invitation to come over here and with the boat, the camper, and the car. And I, I will beat your like that's what I'm going to beat you. Sir, uh, uh, wow. I'm going to allow one car to stay. I just want to make sure that you know that I've given you the statement over the phone, letting you know that what, what has taken place here. Uh, the statement is well taken, but I ain't moving my daddy's boat. You're going to move your dad's stinking boat if... Let me, well, don't bring the load, but you bring somebody. Sir, trust me. Trust me. If we come there, we're definitely going to be bringing authorities with us. Well, I, my mind will go to jail because I love my daddy. Ain't now one of you going to touch my daddy's boat. That's the only thing he left me. I got one more thing I need to say to you, sir, about this entire situation. Me. Excuse me? What you got to say? All I have to say is this. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your brother, your brother told me he said man he be going eddie with the homeowner association he said man just call him and tell him he got to move all this stuff he said but most of all tell him y'all gonna haul off that boat he said he'll kill you behind that doggone boat I got one more question for you, though, baby. Tell me this. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> How y'all like my daddy boat? I love it. Man. Okay, you. Too right. much. You don't have to ever ask me how I like it. I Thank like you. it. Okay? Thank you, Jay. Thank you. They always it's team time. Yeah. You know, but you know what, Jay? You team time until I leave, and I hear you do things yep. when I'm gone. Yeah, I'm gone. Then he be real with your ass. You're hard of hearing. Is this how you cancer survivor? You gonna come at me like this? Hey, dog, that's how I've been coming at you. I didn't didn't change nothing towards you. you Now, everybody else lied to you, Jay. They changed it. Well, it's Jay. You know, he ain't doing good. I don't get it. But, Uh. Steve, did you get the text from Tommy today? 
He got okay. He got a um a, an advertisement, uh, a page in Oprah's magazine yeah, about Ready to Love. And so, yep. and so we all, you know, texted Tommy, congratulated him. Oh, yeah. just really happy for him. So then uh, a little little while later, then Jay, Jay group texted everyone and said, really, though? I'm Team Tommy, the captain, and I just finished chemo. Nobody called me or congratulated me for nothing. I'm with you, I'm with Come you, on, man. Jay. Give me mine, baby. Give me mine, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you in the magazine. It's on the pages in advertisements. Call her ad. Just <laughs> the ad. I just shared it with the, with the crew. That's all. He all had right. to throw his uh, The show in took that it out part. for $550. What? <laughs> Show will turn on you, won't it? Man. Oh, it will. You know it will. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, guys, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Gabrielle Union has no time for trolls who thinks it's okay for her family to come for her family. Uh, in case you missed it, Dwayne Wade recently posted a picture with a caption, My Girls. It was his wife, Gabrielle, with their 11-month-old daughter, Kavia, and his son, Zion. For the record, his 12-year-old son, Zion, is gay. Some troll reposted the photo and asked, What y'all think of this? Go, Gabby. Clapped back. Looks like love to me. Gabrielle said in the repost, I truly hope that everyone gets the love, support, and hugs they deserve. She was not having it. Uh-uh. No, at no, all. Clap no, uh-huh. not at all. Yeah. Folks can be, you know, gangsters with the keyboards, boy. They can just Ooh. go in. Yeah, but on a kid, though? Oh, yeah. Yes. On this yeah. woman's family? That's horrible. Come on, man. Yeah, 12-year-old and... Uh, People, mm. man, it just yeah. whatever. Just, it's too much. They be tripping, though. All that meanness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Gabrielle wasn't having it, though. Gabrielle no, ain't nothing not. to play with. No, no she's not. There ain't no, nothing no. to play with, now. No, 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 she's no. not. I mean, and I think everyone, if if you come for their family in a situation like this, there's going to be some clapback, you know? Oh, yeah. No one is going to let you. Everyone is protective of their family, you know? So I support her in that. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Diane Carroll. Uh, a veteran of stage and screen passed away earlier this month. In addition to being the first black woman to play a non-stereotypical role on TV, uh, Diane Carroll also starred in several Broadway plays, including Agnes of God, No Strings, and House of Flowers. That's why the American Airlines Broadhurst, Helen Hayes, Hudson, Marquis, New Amsterdam, Samuel J. Friedman, St. James, and Vivian Beaumont Theaters all dimmed their lights for one minute last night in tribute to the iconic diva. Um, Diane Carroll was 84 years old when she passed away. Wow. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Class beautiful, beautiful, yeah. yet Class. just classy, oh, elegant. Man. Yeah. Nice She's one of my heroes. To do TV shows. show, yeah, Julia. Yes. Yeah. 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 But Jay, that night she walked into Dynasty Boy, that night? Dominique Devereaux. Come on. Right. She, she shut the room down. white woman, it. man. That's yeah. a what? What? <laughs> she said she wanted to be the first black bee on TV. She was it. She played uh-huh. that part, man. Played it. Mm-hmm. Played yeah, it. they tried to yeah. give her a junior suite, and she said, I don't sleep with my clothes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. Come on. Come on, Dominique. <laughs> oh, yeah. She said, this champagne is burned. Uh-huh. Caviar. Uh-huh. <laughs> she looked the part, and she played the part. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. did. Yeah. Yes, she did. Yes, True she did. legend. True legend. We truly yeah. missed. Yep.
Yeah, so there you go. Okay, you. That, uh, my uncle bought for me with his dumb ass. Uh, he bought me a Julia lunchbox. Like, yeah. Like, really? Do you lunchbox? still have it? Yeah, I'm not carrying that to school. But do you still you have no it? Fat though? Albert lunchbox? You had a girl Hell lunchbox? No, he ain't I had we girl was too lunchbox. old for Fat Albert, Tommy. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> you ain't had no Fat Albert lunchbox? No, they didn't take them on TV sets. <laughs> <laughs> do kids still Everybody have lunchboxes have fat these Albert days? Lunchbox, man. Yes. Huh? Kids still have lunchboxes? Yeah. Yes. But it's not it's a lunchbox or is it that the chiller it's bag? It's softer. It's softer huh? material. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, yeah. I meant that yeah. traditional lunchbox. Yeah. No. But the cafeteria no, no. is different, man. That's a whole different thing. They got some oh, yeah, it's different. The school menu is different. Oh, my God. Oh, I used to love our job in the cafeteria. I had the best job ever, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listen, <laughs> time to get an update now on today's headline, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Uh, thank you very much, guys. The White House flag has been lowered to half-staff in honor of the longtime Maryland Congressman Elijah Cummings, who died early yesterday morning. House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer announced his death on the House floor. We have lost uh, a great American, a decent American, a wonderful member of this body. Elijah Cummings. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi calls Cummings the North Star of the lower chamber and the voice of unsurpassed moral clarity and truth. President Trump tweeted, my warmest condolences to the family and many friends of Congressman Elijah Cummings. I got to see firsthand the strength, passion, and wisdom of this highly respected political leader. That's from President Trump. According to the Associated Press, New York City Congresswoman Carolyn Maloney will now assume the leadership of the House Oversight and Reform Committee. That's the panel chaired by uh, the late Elijah Cummings. Until Democrats choose the permanent chairperson. President Trump, meanwhile, is taking credit for Vice President Pence's announcement yesterday of a five-day Turkish military ceasefire in northern Syria. The United States and Turkey have agreed to a ceasefire in Syria. The Turkish side will pause Operation Peace Spring in order to allow for the withdrawal of YPG forces from the safe zone for 120 hours. And Operation Peace Spring will be halted on completion of the withdrawal. Trump says that the Syrian-Turkish agreement was a long time coming. He says Ankara needed a little tough love. That's what he's calling it. And he says that this is an amazing outcome and a great day for civilization. I just want to thank and congratulate, though, President Erdogan. He's a friend of mine, and I'm glad we didn't have a problem because, frankly, he's a hell of a leader, and he's a tough man, he's a strong man. And he did the right thing, and I really appreciate it, and I will appreciate it in the future. Uh, Trump also claims that the Kurds are incredibly happy with the solution. They were attacked by the Kurds after Trump pulled U.S. troops out, you know. A black man who was forced to leave a Doubletree Hotel in Portland, Oregon, last December is suing for several million dollars. Jermaine Massey, who works for Microsoft, says he was in the lobby of that hotel late one night. He was talking to his mother on his cell phone. She was in Baltimore, so there was a difference in time. So a white security guard approached him and asked him if he was staying at the hotel tell he showed him his room key but the guard insisted he was loitering that he was a security threat and would be arrested then the manager calls the cops who accompanies mr massey to his room so he was obviously staying there they accompanied him to his room made him pack and escorted him out 
The security guard and the manager have since been fired, but he's suing Doubletree. Here's one. As President Trump accuses Joe Biden's family of supposedly profiting from public office, the White House says it's chosen Trump's Miami Golf Resort to be the site of next year's Group of Seven, or G7, summit building. Uh, An apparent effort to uh, counter uh, criticism, though, Trump's uh, facility won't profit from the event, according to acting White House Chief of Staff Nick Mulvaney. Finally, today is National Love Your Hair Day, baby. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. U.S. Representative Elijah Cummings, one of the most influential Democrats in Congress and a key figure in the impeachment inquiry against President Donald Trump, sadly, so sadly, passed away yesterday at the age of 68. Wow. Um, the cause of 68. death. 68. 68 yeah. years 68? old, Steve. Yeah, so sad. Uh, the cause what? of death Wait, was surely. complication. Wait a minute. Huh? 68? Yeah, he was 68. Yeah, 68, 68 years old. 68 years old, Steve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a young dude. Man. Yeah. That's young. Yep. Uh, the cause of death was complications concerning long-standing health challenges, his office said in a statement. Uh, he was the son of sharecroppers who rose to lead the powerful House Oversight and Reform Committee. Uh, Representative Cummings clashed with President Trump over multiple probes involving the Republican president, from his personal finances to possible abuses of uh, at federal agencies. Fellow Democrats recognized Mr. Cummings' uh, commitment to fairness, civil rights, and to his hometown, Baltimore. Uh, we've, we've lost a giant, U.S. House Majority Whip James Clyburn said. President Trump sent his condolences to uh, friends of fam- friends and family of Congressman Elijah Cummings, and the thing about him, Steve, was that people liked him. Republicans liked him. Democrats liked him. He was one of those politicians that everybody liked, and he was friends with them. I mean, true friends with them. They respected him and loved him, even if they disagreed yes. with him. Yeah, yeah right, right. right. Yes, they could right. agree to yeah. disagree. Wow. Yeah. Truly be missed. Yeah. I'm just waiting for Trump to say something ignorant. I mean, he hasn't. He hasn't. Well, at least he had the good sense to send condolences to, um, yeah. you know, okay. his family. Somebody did okay. that for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, he wasn't smart enough, enough to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very, very sad. Very sad. Another foot soldier gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely civil rights. Yeah. Um, you know, leader and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you were yeah. surprised that he was only sixty-eight. Our... Steve. Yeah, he stood up. He was a conscious yeah. for the country. You yeah. know, he spoke. You know, we need people like Representative uh, Cummings, Congressman Cummings, yeah. for sure. Because this president, this leader, we have Lord. Let's have do that. Yeah, man. We got to vote. It's just it's just vote. alarming. But we've got to get out and vote because yeah, it, it, it's just alarming mm-hmm. uh, the, the way he is as a president. It just and coming from that office, it just it just seems unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they're allowing it is just is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, coming up at 34 after the hour, uh, we'll lighten things up a bit here now. The guys want to make a smile with some comedy roulette. We'll get into that right after this. Roulette. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for comedy roulette. Uh, come on, Jay, set it up, please. Let me break it down for you. We take three subjects, put those three subjects on a wheel, spun the wheel where the wheel stops because we are comedians. 
we can make the damn thing funny. Watch us. Watch us. Go ahead, Shirley. All right. Here are today's categories. Number one, <laughs> things people say when they don't know they are on speakerphone. Oops. That's, that's uh, <laughs> things, your mate, things your mate has that you wish they would throw away. And then how about this one? Uh Things that a friend says to embarrass you. Oh, wow. Those are three good ones. Mm. Ready? They are. Uh Uh-huh. Throw away. Throw away. That's the one I want. Throw away? Uh Yeah. Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) It stopped on. (laughs) We've all been here. Things people say when they don't know they are on speakerphone. Let's go. Here we go. Things people say when they don't know they're on speakerphone. I ain't going over there. That whole house stank. I ain't going over there. (laughs) (laughs) Not the whole house. The whole house stank. Oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, Look here. I'm going to say this here. If if Larry and them over there... Uh-huh. I ain't coming, because you know I don't blankety-blank with Larry. You already know that. You know damn well I don't. You know I don't. Uh, this is things they people say when they don't know they on speakerphone. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Here's ass on the phone. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, his ass oh. is on the phone. Things people say when they don't know they on speakerphone. Yeah, I got five dollars, but I ain't gonna lend it to her ass. Uh, uh, I wish the hell I would. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, is uh, is 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 Rhonda got her big ass over there? Oh. Keep her off my couch, because she the reason why the couch uneven now. She the main reason why it's uneven. Hey, you're on speakerphone. They can hear you. Things people say when they don't know they're on speakerphone. Come on, Steve. Man, I can't stand none of they ass. <laughs> you on speaker. Let me pick up. Yeah. <laughs> I think people say when they don't know their own speakerphone. Oh, wow. I wish the hell I would go to the funeral. I didn't like him when he was alive. How the oh. hell I'm a boy? Oh. <laughs> hey, baby, look at him. We are so wrong. Let me tell wrong. you something. <laughs> let, me tell you something. I, I, let me tell you something, girl. I want you to do what huh. you did with that jelly last night. That was the same thing. That, what you did with that jelly last night, I want you to do that same thing tonight, girl. What? <laughs> They ain't the same when they don't know they uh, don't know. <laughs> Come on, Steve. Uh, you know oh, this is Things uh, people say when they, they don't know they on speakerphone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is his ugly ass mama over there? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Not the mama, though. <laughs> uh, 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 I love it. I love it. Things people say when they don't know they don't speak a phone. He got a brand new car, but he missing six teeth. Now that don't make no damn sense. Uh-uh. <laughs> You're right about that. So, hey, 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 Wayne over there. Wayne. <laughs> he don't. He don't even know I'm hitting his old lady. He don't even know that. Ah, <laughs> 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 he don't know, dog. He don't know. <laughs> 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 Close it out, Dave. Close it out, man. <laughs>
Things people say when they don't know mm-hmm. they on speakerphone. Hey, hey. You know you left your panties over here last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm at my mama's house. Everybody looking at the phone. <laughs> oh, hell no. Oh, hey, Miss Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you, guys. That's Comedy Roulette. Uh, coming up next, Nephew in the building with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today's subject. My little <laughs> ugly boyfriend. He's <laughs> 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 uh, good to me, though. I bet uh, he is. I bet uh, he is. <laughs> but right now, nephew Tommy is here with today's prank phone call. Tommy, what you got? Me and my Jesus. <laughs> me! And my Jesus. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Uh, hello, I'm trying to reach your sister. This is she. Uh, how you doing? I, I'm giving you a call on behalf of uh, Baptist Church. You you are a member there, am I right? Yes, I am. Okay. Listen, um, I'm calling you. They they uh, Some of the members have gotten together and had a meeting and mm-hmm. wanted me to give you a call. Have, uh, it, it seems that uh, a lot of them are complaining about Sunday services that go on and wanted for me to give you a call on their behalf so that we can see if we can address the problem and talk to you diligently as possible and try to get the problem rectified. What, what's going on? Well, it seems like that um, a lot of, uh, of members are complaining. I'm sorry, and what is your name again? Uh, my name is ma'am. Uh, I'm not actually a member of the church. I've just been the one that they've been asked to give you a call and, and try to talk on the members' behalf so maybe we can get this problem rectified that you ha- that they have uh, as far as you are concerned. Now, okay, go ahead. Well, I'm just trying to see what this is in regards to. Go ahead. Well, it, it seems like the members of the church are complaining about that you're doing too much shouting at church on Sunday, and it seems to be going on every Sunday. You're running up and down the aisle, and you're shouting all over the place. And it's oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Me, I, I've been singled out about my shouting. Well, uh, Is that what you're saying? Well, evidently it's distracting, ma'am. You're distracting everyone from getting the word and listening to the word and being involved in the service. And that's the purpose of the call is to see if we can get you to tone it down some. Okay, so the whole church is complaining about me shouting the way people run up and down their mouths every Sunday and almost turn cartwheels and flips and they singling me out complaining about me? Well, ma'am, I don't know how it is that you can see everybody else doing cartwheels when you're the ones that, that they say is the one that's doing them. You okay, well, how am, I, how am I being singled out? Ma'am, all I'm saying is, is that they're saying that you're doing too much shouting and too much running at this church. Now, I, I'm just the messenger. Okay, well, well they, they can't tell me how to shout. They don't. They can't tell me what's going on in my life, what's going to keep me from praising God. I, and I, now, they, I mean, they could just they they can go somewhere else with that, but they are not going to tell me that I can't praise my God. They don't know how good God has been to me. I, and and you know what? I understand that. I agree with you wholeheartedly. But it's becoming a distraction. I mean, they they was at the point last night talking about should we put some seat belts on the pews so so you can stay down. I wish they would put some seat. But how are they going to tell people they can't shout in church and praise God? What what do we come to church for? Well, you do come to. They uh, need to be trying to praise. 
say, I don't shout on and stop looking at me and worrying about what I'm doing. We're going to need you to quit running up and down these aisles and doing well, that's what you're doing. I'm sorry, sir. You know, I'm, I'm trying to stay calm. I'm trying my best. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, sir, that, that's not happening. You can't tell me I got to stop shouting. Okay, ma'am, but let me ask you something. Are you running now? Aren't you just standing still talking? No, because I don't have to run right now. Okay, I, what I'm trying to get if you to I do... I feel like if I want to run up and down this street right now, I can run up and down this street and praise God. But they're not going to tell me to stop shouting at church. Can we get you to be a little bit more reserved as what we... See, ma'am, let me let me go ahead and go further on what they... I, what I, I, move, I move how the spirit moves. Okay, well, let me move and tell you what they've told me. Now, if we can't get to the point where you can, you know, tone it down, then we may have to ask you to leave. I just want let them ask me, who's Jesus? Who's Jesus? You Ma let them ask me, why would they want me to leave the church? Ma Actually, I've been at that church for 15 years. I'm not leaving the church. I'm going to run up and down. I'm not going to run the church. I'm, I may even turn me some flips where I'm not. I feel well, like it. Now, 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 listen. That's, that, that's all I'm Okay, go ahead. What, I'm, what gonna you there, you, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there on Sunday, ma'am. And I have been the person that's been appointed to make sure that you're not running up and down these aisles and shouting like this. You're going to have to keep yourself reserved so people can hear the word of God. You are standing in people's word. That's what you're doing. You're in the well, way you of. You know what? If they come trying to sit me down, I'm going to give them a word. And it ain't going to be a God. So, now, listen, put that hands up on me here. Now, listen. Okay, I'm telling you that now. You, you could say, I haven't been in that church 15 years. If I want to run, dance, shout, jump, scream, whatever I want to do, I'm going to do it. And ain't nobody going to stop me. You're going to have to stop this. This past Sunday was your last Sunday doing it, and you're watch not going to do it this Sunday. I, well, like I said, just watch. And I'm telling you, you could tell the urchins, the deacon board, the deaconess, the minister's wives, or whoever else you want to tell, let them put their hands on me and see if I don't swing on them. I'm going to come right about the spirit and swing on them. I'm telling now, you that now. Because, see, sir, you done really pushed me that. I done tried. I done tried my well, best. Well, let me ask you this here. Where, where I is I tried to show that I'm saved and I, delivered, I, but you're you you making me revert back to my own ways. And you you really finna me off. That's what you finna do. Okay, well, let me ask you this here. Where is the God at right now in you? Where is the you one that's... Right here? He was, the God was in me when I was trying to be calm with you at first to tell you don't be calling me with this foolishness. But now you done made the other side of me raise up. Well, you done raise it up in you, you done raised it up in me too. Guess what? Come Sunday, you gonna sit your ass in that pew and you ain't gonna. I say you know. Oh, you call yourself a man of God. You can't sit in the pew. Okay, all right. All right, we gonna see how well my ass in that pew. Matter of fact, first thing Sunday morning, I'm going to pastor. Oh yeah, when your deacon, whoever you are, whatever your name is, I'm gonna tell him about it. Y'all better, however gave you my number, you need to lose it. I would be talking to Pastor myself and letting him know about this situation. You don't no, talk, you don't. Pastor, we can call Pastor right now. We can get Pastor on freeway. You don't talk to Pastor. I talk to Pastor. I talk to Pastor. I done been at this church 15 years. Like I said, I'm telling you, oh, Jesus. Oh, you, you finna, oh, Jesus. Now, 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 see, just like this here. You see ooh, how you calling ooh, on him Jesus, and you standing? Jesus. Yeah, because I'm calling on him to keep me from just really going and cuss you out right now because you didn't really hit my nerve. I got one more thing I need to say to you, lady. You, wait, you know what? You better say it real quick because you finna talk to this operator. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got <laughs> pranked by your girl. <laughs> You know, oh, see, you know what? <laughs> oh, I'm, oh, I'm, oh, I'm a kick <laughs> my butt. Oh, 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 Lord. Y'all 
Okay. I got one more thing, baby. Let me ask you something. What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. <laughs> you can't argue with black people about them and no, they you Jesus. Can't. You can't not do it. Uh uh-uh, uh, no, you no. can't. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. Can't do uh-uh. it. You're not gonna win. That's the that's the thing. You're not gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> it's going down tonight, baby. It's two shows, but the first show is tonight. It's the Sweetest Day Comedy Jam. It's in Chicago, Illinois. I am here October 18th, 19th, tonight and tomorrow night. Corey Holcomb, Tony Roberts, Country wow. Wayne, D.C. Wow. Young Fly, LaBelle wow. Crawford, and hosted by yours truly, Nephew Tommy. At the Eric Crown Theater, tickets are on sale right now. You can get them at the box office or at Ticketmaster, all Ticketmaster outlets. It's tonight and tomorrow night. If you ain't laughing before all of us get through, it's something wrong. Please. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ready to Love Tonight is coming on. It's on the OWN Network, oh, and uh, I am your host. I am uh, everything that you think. Think I am. Oh my God. You don't want to miss it. It is 20 singles out of the city of Atlanta, wow. 10 ladies, 10 men who are looking for love. Okay? And we do the process of elimination and we dwindle this thing down to where there are three couples left at the end of the season, three mm-hmm. couples who have found mm-hmm. love. So, Tommy, and let I me ask there. you a question. Yes, sir. On the show, when people watch, are you part of the selection committee? Or you give advice throughout the year? What is it? I give advice throughout the entire show. I talk to the ladies by themselves. I talk to the guys. We're in the cigar lounge. We chop it up. And ladies, you actually, when you tune in, huh, ladies get to hear the truth about what men really think when we behind closed doors. You get it all. Well, congrats, congrats. Yeah. Thank you, sir. All right, nephew, thank you. Coming up next, it's the Strawberry Letter subject, my little ugly boyfriend. We'll get into it right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice in relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter, okay? We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. That's for you, Jay. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. I love this title, My Little Ugly Boyfriend. Uh, Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 31-year-old single woman, and I met the man of my dreams two years ago on a dating website. He lives in Tampa, and I live in Philadelphia. A few months after we met online, he came to visit me. I immediately noticed that he lied about his height. He's short. He is an inch or two shorter than me, and I like tall men. I had hoped he looked a little better than his pictures online, but he looks exactly the same in person. He's not handsome at all. I overlooked his height and the fact that he's not cute because we have a lot in common. He's a hard worker and a great single father. He is very kind and he loves the Lord. All of those things make up for the fact that he is not exactly my type. He's been back to visit me every other month and I have been to his home in Tampa. I met his family and they are all supportive of our relationship. So here's my dilemma. I have met his family, but he still has not met mine. I have been making excuses whenever he asked to meet them, and I made him think they're all weird and crazy. 
But the truth is, they are very judgmental and they will talk about his looks and his height. My mom's facial expressions are priceless and I know she won't be able to hide her reaction if she meets him. I have told my family about him and how good we are together and they already make jokes about me and my little ugly boyfriend. They may be right, so I need your advice. Should I be proud of this good man, even if he is ugly and short? Or should I call it quits now and stop wasting my time in this relationship? Well, I don't see how you call yourself wasting your time. I mean, you've been with him for two years. You said that you guys have a lot in common. Um, Maybe he's not exactly your type, but he's very kind. He loves the Lord. He's a great single father. He's a hard worker. He has so many qualities that you like. Um, You've met his family. They're all supportive. This sounds like a nice, good man to me. I mean, and he's with you. He's not with your family. Uh, If you guys continue this and get married, he's marrying you, not your family. You said he's the man of your dreams. That's what you said. I mean, you guys have have been together for two years already. And, um, you know, about his height, you're no different, um, you know, from any other women. Woman, All the women I know just about like tall men. A lot of men like tall women. So that's nothing unusual. But um, he is one or two inches shorter than you, and he's not handsome at all. Those are facts. You put those in the letter. But even with all that, you're still with him. And uh, meeting his family, you're visiting each other's homes, long distance and stuff. You've met his family. This sounds pretty serious to me. You're just scared for him to meet your family because you don't know how they're going to react to him if they're, you know, uh, going to make him feel some sort of way. Listen, if you like this man and you want to be with this man, this is your man. I mean, your, your family... So what? They're, are they going to say it to his face? So what if they don't like him? Um, you like him and he treats you well and you seem happy. You've been with him for two years. Uh, don't let your family, you know, make you miss out on a good man. That's what I say. Steve? Even though he is <laughs> well, <laughs> unattractive and short. Well, I must admit, I, I thought the letter was about somebody else. <laughs> Ooh, start this today. I got a show tonight. Don't start this he today. Didn't I ain't say got any time. Names. You know who the hell he talking about? <laughs> when you throw a rock, mm. yeah. I'm sick of that rock and them dogs. The hell with that. Y'all know who he talking about. I'm just saying. You're sick of the what rock and the dog. Sick of them rock and them. We we didn't hit this dog too many damn times. Y'all know what we talking about. Only thing in this letter that threw it off <laughs> was what? he lives in Tampa and I live in Philly. <laughs> Otherwise, up to that and thereafter, <laughs> I was sitting here mad. I couldn't hardly swallow. <laughs> You're not laughing, Team Tommy. Team Tommy. A few months ago, we met online. Came to visit me. I immediately noticed that he lied about his height. Hello. Hello? Hello, what? <laughs> How many times had he lied about his height? Wait, read it again, Steve. <laughs> few months after we met online, he came to visit me. I immediately noticed that he lied about his height. He shout, good Lord Almighty. He is an inch or two shorter than me, and I like tall men. Hell, he do too, probably. <laughs> 
I had hoped he looked a little bit better than his picture online, but he looked exactly like the same person. Boy. That was the line right there. Y'all ain't telling me, boy. Mm-hmm. Overlooked his fight. I overlooked his height and the fact that he ain't cute. Because we got a lot in common. Hard worker, great single father. He's very kind. He loves the Lord. All these things make up for the fact that he's not my type. He's been back to visit me every other month. I've been to his home in Tampa. I met his family. They all supportive of the relationship. Here's the dilemma she got. Now, she done met his family, but he ain't met hers. She been making all types of excuses why they don't need to meet him. Because the truth is, the family that she in is judgmental. They're going to talk about his looks and his height. Hold that thought, Steve. Hold that thought, please. please. Hold, no, uh, you can look up one day and this boy be on TV somewhere. <laughs> we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. Subject, my little ugly boyfriend. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Subject, my little ugly boyfriend. Boy. <laughs> I'm going to the bathroom. I'll be. Oh, no. I'm going to. No. no. Come on. Team Tommy to the bathroom. Men don't go together. <laughs> Women do. Now, we need, well, in this case, we need to leave. We don't need to hit us. We don't need yeah. to. That ain't a good look, fellas. Don't go together. <laughs> this lady's been met this man online. They've actually been dating now for two years. She done met his family, done went down to Tampa. He ain't met hers. He comes by, it comes up there every other month. He's God-fearing, hard-working. He's a wonderful single parent. He's saying all the right things. Mm-hmm. I ain't heard nobody mention love in this, but I'm assuming, you know, there's got to be some feelings here. Problem she got is he's a little shorter than he promised. Mm-hmm. And he's ugly. Mm. So I think we get, need to get down to this. When you say, my little ugly boyfriend, mm-hmm. how ugly we talking about? <laughs> See, this is what we got to get into. Okay. Is my little ugly boyfriend, are you saying he a little ugly? Mm-hmm. Is he shockingly ugly? She would have said that. Is he good Lord ugly? <laughs> Wait, what is good Lord ugly? What is, is that? he I be damn ugly? <laughs> is he, is he, that type ugly? Or is, is he just sound effect ugly? Sound effect ugly is a different kind of ugly. It's like when you see him and you go, ah! Here's another sound effect ugly. Mm. <laughs> That's it. That's like mm. on the low low. You got another sound, Steve? Give me another sound. Another sound effect yeah. ugly. <laughs> I'm going to go with that one, Steve. That sounds like shocking. You want that one again? I like that whistle. I like the whistle. I like it. <laughs> Woo, doggy. <laughs> <laughs> Give me one more. I got one for you, Steve. Give me one more. Uh, one more. <laughs> sound of it. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here, go, here go one right here. <laughs> See you, what? <laughs> See, so we need Dude, to determine. Do that one again. I want to hear that one again. <laughs> <laughs> See you, boy. <laughs> That's when your mouth gape wide. <laughs> wow. I see you, boy. <laughs> Woo. Now, if he's really ugly, we have mm-hmm. a couple of situations because we have to think this through because he's 31, so you're young. Here's the danger. is not meeting your family. Here's the danger. This could turn into marriage and some kids. That's I knew it. Yep. Uh huh. I knew it. Mm-hmm. Now, even though, lady, you you nowhere near ugly, um, but he is. So there's a chance that the baby is gonna have some of him on him. Now, once again, it depends on how ugly he is. Do you want to do this to the baby? That's the question. Oh, oh, yeah. Do you want to do this to the baby? Anybody? I've seen it up close. (laughs) You don't know what the Lord going to do. Girl, you can look up being a mansion somewhere. Girl, Mm. you better recognize it. Don't don't stare this gift horse in the mouth and don't take advantage of it. Tommy, you want to say anything? Hey, what the hell? Ah, why are you asking Tommy? You <laughs> I, I got a show tonight. Don't do this to me right now. I ain't got time. Don't, don't do this. I don't know. <laughs> ask him to comment on Strawberry Letter, but we so close. <laughs> but you opened the floor to him. to do with me. I know. I know it, though. I know this, boy, this letter ain't about yeah. you, but you might could help her. <laughs> I can't help nobody. <laughs> what did well, your girlfriend say? I'm too tall. When it took you home. I'm too tall. Wait, no, wait, what? Tommy. What? what what did your girlfriend say when they took you home <laughs> to their mom? Oh, God! <laughs> it's a handsome young man that you Shut brought down. in here. A very handsome young man that you brought home, darling. Okay. okay. All right, listen. We got to go. Please uh, post your comments on Tommy, today's strawberry letter. Tommy, when you went over Sharinda's house, you remember when you said her mama busted out laughing and wouldn't stop? <laughs> I, I want to assume that's what I because I what I had on, not my height. It ain't having to do with my height or me being ugly. Or, I, it ain't wasn't for that. All right, I gotta break in here, guys. I, um, it was what please, you had on because you had my shirt on that time. <laughs> please post your comments on today's and it strawberry like a letter. Bathrobe. It's <laughs> Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And please check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 after the hour, Pimpin' in the building, week seven NFL picks right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> All right, you hear him in the background. Pimpin' is here with week seven NFL picks. Yeah. his music for it. Come on. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, Pimpin'. everybody? What's up, Pimpin'? Hey, what's going on? Hey, Tommy, what's happening, man? I'm good. Preppin', how you doing, brother? 
Oh, man, everything, everything. Hey, what's up, Chocolate? What's happening, Pimpin'? What's going on? You all right? Everything good. What's up, Jay? My man, I heard about you. job today, man. I heard about you, man. I heard about you, boy. Congratulations. Thank you, Pimpin'. Thank you so much, man. Thank you, thank you. In honor of you being cancer-free. Oh. You know... Fix it. This ain't gonna be good. It's Jack. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Jack and I got on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got this. <laughs> Borrowed this from one of your doctors. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, it's it's uh, it's a white lab coat. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> And I put the fur on that, man. That's yeah, nice right yeah. there. You see that yeah. fur right yeah, there? You added an extra touch to it, man. Yeah, yeah and I put that yeah. fur on the cuffs and yeah, on man. the collar. That's, That's nice. nice. Yeah, you ain't seen yeah. that fur right there. Nobody in the hospital got that. Nobody. Nobody. Because <laughs> you know what that is? Uh, what? What's that right there? Chipmunk. <laughs> what? Chipmunk <laughs> fur. Wow. On the wow. sleeves and the collar. That is okay. nice, mm. man. Okay. Like it's that, about man. 75 of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hard to match their stripes up because they so damn small. You be going, damn, <laughs> I'm still. <laughs> All right, what we got, Tommy? What's happening? All right, man. Let's count. Let's get to it, baby. Here we go. This is uh, this is week seven, pimping. Miami is headed to Buffalo. Oh, man, Buffalo. They ain't playing with Miami. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, all right, all right. Jacksonville headed to Cincinnati to play the Bengals. Uh, Jacksonville going to whoop Cincinnati. You know, got to. All right. Minnesota. The Minnesota Vikings are headed to Detroit to play the Lions. Detroit. All right. All right. <laughs> Oakland. Oakland is headed to Green Bay to play the Packers. Oh man, that's gonna be rough right there, boy. Cause they playing good, but Packers and and that's gonna them Oakland boys ain't gonna like that cold weather. That Packers. All right, more pimping and week seven of the NFL picks at the top of the hour. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, pimping, you're up. Week seven NFL picks. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. What's up? What's up? Hey, right, did I also Pippen. tell you this collar is interchangeable? Wow. Oh. Okay. The chipmunk come off? No, it stay on, but when you flip it up, it's Alvin under there. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 All right, Pippin, let's go. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't nobody make nothing like this here. What's no, up, Tommy? No. L.A. Rams. The L.A. Rams are headed to Atlanta to play the Falcons. Oh, man, the Falcons can't win a game, but L.A. is dysfunctional right now. Mm. So I'm just going, you know what I'm going to say, though? Hmm. Even though I really don't believe it, uh-huh. Mm. Upset Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta, Whoa. okay. Atlanta right. wins, all right. Upset. Houston Texans are headed to Indianapolis to play the Colts. Pulling for the Texans, baby. Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson. Yeah, Deshaun. Mm-hmm. 
49ers at the Washington Redskins. Anybody, anybody want to take a guess? <laughs> 49ers. 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 <laughs> All right. Arizona. Arizona headed to New York to play the Giants. Oh, man, you know, that little dude, Colin, man, he playing some ball right now. I think they're going to go up there and get New York. Is, is, is Saquon back yet? I'm not sure. I'm not sure, brother. Yeah, I'm going to surprise uh, Arizona. Okay, okay. L.A. Chargers. The Chargers going to Tennessee to play the Titans. Oh, the Titans is dysfunctional right now, man. I'm going to take them Chargers. Mm-hmm. Chargers. All right, here we go. That who that nation, New Orleans Saints, going up to Chi-Town to play the Bass. Damn. Mm. Yeah. Tight. Let's go ahead on. Upset. Who that? Yeah, they're going to go up there and get them. <laughs> Teddy Bridge. Okay. They balling. <laughs> Baltimore Ravens. I'm going to pick three upset, man. What? Baltimore Ravens are getting ready to play the Seattle Seahawks. Where? Where they playing? In Seattle. Oh, 12th man, Seattle. (laughs) 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 All right, here's a rivalry right here. Philadelphia Eagles going to Texas to play the Cowboys. Mm, Pippin, I ain't heard you blow like that before. Man, this is going to be a tough one right here because... Really? Man, mm. Cowboys just fell apart, man. Mm. Uh. Yeah, yeah, they three and three right now. Mm-hmm. You really thinking about this? Philly, Philly, woo! Oh, okay. shock up! That would right. toss them right. up. That would be mm. great. That would be great. Oh. Man, All right, Pippin. Monday night football. Monday night, New England. New England Patriots. New England. Playing the New York Jets. <laughs> in New York. Does, does that change my answer? <laughs> no. They playing in New York. Yes. And they're undefeated. The Jets can't beat them, Don. Not on Monday night, son. Oh, no. You sure? You sure? They did beat um I mean, they came out and beat them doggone cowboys like they, they stole the something. Them the cowboys. Huh? These ain't the damn Patriots. What is you talking about? This Tom Brady on Monday Night Football. The refs going to be cheating. They done stole a playbook, let all the air out the football. They <laughs> 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 stupid. Is the Browns got a bye week? I'm assuming so. Yes. They're not on yes. here, Cleve. But they're not. Oh, Cleve well, is not I, on my I, line. Dude, I ain't excited no more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, uh, Tommy. We'll... See you. Bye, Sheridan. <laughs> Tell the Mexican I said what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Pimpin. All right. Coming up, more music and trending topics at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, some trending news from our home station in Chicago, V103. More than 32,000 public school teachers and support staff in Chicago 
walked off the job yesterday and onto picket lines after contract negotiations with the city came to a screeching halt. More than 300,000 kids in the city are out of school, leaving parents scrambling to find child care, and there's no telling how long schools will be closed. The school, the uh, Chicago Teachers Union say the sides are still very far apart on a new contract. Uh, there is no class, but schools will remain open to serve lunch, breakfast, and a take-home dinner for students. The strike is Chicago's first major walkout by teachers since 2012. Mayor Lori Lightfoot said she was disappointed by the union's decision to strike. This is a brand new mayor, right? Mayor Lori Lightfoot. Y'all gotta pay these teachers, man. Y'all just have to pay these teachers. Yeah. And respect them. Respect what they do for our kids. It's just really no way around this, man. It's a shame that teachers have to do this to get your attention. Yeah. But they are underserved in public schools. Such a thankless job. So many of them use their own money for supplies. Yeah. And a teacher should not have to struggle who are responsible for the education of our children. Our children. It's not just Chicago. It's everywhere. Teachers are grossly underpaid. Yes, they are. And and you're saying, we're saying 32,000 teachers, 300,000 students. Wow. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. U.S. Representative Elijah Cummings, one of the most influential Democrats in Congress and a key figure in the impeachment inquiry against President Donald Trump, sadly, so sadly, passed away yesterday at the age of 68. Wow. Um, the cause of 68. death. 68. 68 yeah, years 68? old, Steve. Yeah, so sad. Uh, the cause what, of what, death was sure. complication. Wait a minute. Huh? 68? Yeah, he was 68. Yeah, 68 years old. 68 years old, Steve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a young dude. Man. Yeah. That's young. Yep. Uh, the cause of death was complications concerning long-standing health challenges, his office said in a statement. Uh, he was the son of sharecroppers who rose to lead the powerful House Oversight and Reform Committee. Uh, Representative Cummings clashed with President Trump over multiple probes involving the Republican president, from his personal finances to possible abuses of uh, at federal agencies. Fellow Democrats recognized Mr. Cummings' uh, commitment to fairness, civil rights, and to his hometown, Baltimore. Uh, we've, we've lost a giant, U.S. House Majority Whip James Clyburn said. President Trump sent his condolences to uh, friends of fam- friends and family of Congressman Elijah Cummings, and the thing about him, Steve, was that people liked him. Republicans liked him. Democrats liked him. He was one of those politicians that everybody liked, and he was friends with them. I mean, true friends with them. They respected him and loved him, even if they disagreed yes. with him. Yeah, yeah right, right. right. Yes, they could right. agree to yeah. disagree. Wow. Man. Truly be missed. Yeah. I'm just waiting for Trump to say something ignorant. I mean, he has he not, man. Not on he this. He has no, not. He well, not. at least he, he had the good sense to send condolences to, um, yeah. you know, okay. his family. Somebody did okay. that for him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he wasn't smart enough to do that. <laughs> <laughs> very, very sad. Very sad. Another foot soldier gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely civil rights. Yeah. Um, you know, leader and everything. Yeah. And and you were yeah. surprised he that he was only 68? Our... Steve? Yeah, he stood up. He was a conscious yeah. for the country. You yeah. know, he spoke. You know, we need people 
like Representative uh, Cummings, Congressman Cummings, yeah. for sure. Because this president, this leader we have, Lord, this have dude right here, man. We got to vote. It's just, it's just alarming. But we've got to get out and vote because yeah, it, it, it's just alarming, mm-hmm. uh, the the way he is as a president. It just and coming from that office, it just, it just seems unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they're allowing it is just, is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, coming up, our last break of the day, our last break of the week, and some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are, last break of the day, last day of the week. This is Friday. We, it Friday. got here. You said it was coming. <laughs> yeah, it's here. I talk, keep telling y'all, have a great mm-hmm. weekend. Why don't, why don't I be believing? <laughs> Speaking to existence, the things you want in existence. That's right. Yeah. Here's my closing remarks today. You know, I want to thank Shirley Strawberry on uh, yesterday for helping me with a project uh, that I had been thinking about for a couple of years. And it was funny because... Uh, when I put it in front of my team this year, I said I want to do it now. One of my top team leaders said, this is a 2020 project. I ignored them because I have learned that when God tells me to do something and put something in my spirit and gives me a vision for something, my job is to act on it now. Not 2020, but now. So I did it. And it turned out to be a great project, and I'll, I'll be telling you all what it is, but I had a, 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 a really, really amazing group of women, and I had Shirley narrate this event for me. And I'll tell you what it is, but the part I'm getting to is I shot it at Tyler Perry's new studios. And uh, of course, me and Tyler have a friendship, so he came up, and uh, on the break, uh, he put me in a truck and he, and he drove me around the new Tyler Perry Studios. I didn't see all of it, just he gave me a tour. And we were talking. And you know what? I was sitting there and I kept hitting him the whole time we were driving. I was just punching him, man, dapping him up, laughing. Uh, I've always been a person that Tyler Perry could show things to because he knows that he's going to get a pure reaction from me. I'm not a hater at all when I see somebody doing something amazing, but the Tyler Perry Studios, off the chain. Let me tell y'all something. I have been on Sony's lots. I have been on Paramount's lots. I have been on the Universal lot. I've been on CBS lots. What Tyler Perry has built and owns is absolutely incredible. And you know what it did for me? It made me bump my dreams up a bit. Now, not that I want what Tyler Perry has. It's not that I can do what Tyler Perry has done. I'm just talking about it made me boost up my visions and dreams. It made me think bigger. Because after seeing what he had accomplished with his vision and his faith and his hard work, it just lets me know that it's doable for all of us. All of us can bump up our visions and dreams. Now look, I'm not saying that you have to match anybody else's, but you can certainly just put the spin on yours. 
instead of imagining yourself being able to get another, a new used car, why don't you see or imagining yourself with the new car? Instead of seeing yourself getting a raise on your job, why about this? Why don't you see yourself getting a promotion on your job? That's more money and a higher position. I'm just saying it doesn't have to be at the level of somebody else, but everybody can wheel and wish and envision themselves to a better life for themselves. It's all relative. And I'm telling you, man, when I was riding with my buddy and I was listening to his visions and his but I was not really looking at him and watching how he thought, it made me think about a project that I was working on and I just changed it a bit. I actually went home and tweaked it. I just decided, wow, man, I should up it a bit. And that's exactly what I did. I just decided to up it a bit. Not because I'm Tyler Perry. No, I'm Steve Harvey. And not because you're Tyler Perry. No, you're who you are. But you can up your position from wherever you're at. And when you see somebody else doing it at a higher level, it's not for us to hate. It's for us to become motivated. I get motivated when I see people making dreams come true. I get motivated when I see people accomplishing things. I was driving around that lot, and like I said, I've been on all the lots in Hollywood, every last one of them. I've shot something at every single lot in Hollywood. But to ride around his set and to see him having named all of these big sound stages and studios where they shoot movies after black actors, Halle Berry has a studio. Denzel Washington. Ruby D has a studio. Spike Lee has a studio. Sidney Poitier has a studio. I can just go name after name after name of people that he put on the wall and have studios. Do you know that I was riding with this man and I realized that when I'm riding on lots, I see Bob Hope Boulevard, Dean Martin Studios, Betty White. All these are great people. You know, Jerry Lewis. I see all, they're all great people. I'm not knocking at all. But to ride on a studio a lot, over 300 some acres, and see this man put all these black stars' names up on studio walls, wow. Wow, Tyler Perry. You's a bad boy, man. And I appreciate you for what you've done for all of us, man. Tyler Perry is a bad dude, and I appreciate him. Those are my closing remarks today. Wow, Very Steve. Good. Very Drop good, the mic. Very yeah. Good. Drop really the mic. Quite Amazing. impressive. Hey, have a good weekend. Like I said, baby, we out this, we out this piece. <laughs> Bye, everybody. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 